sit there and mouth things to mouth you know you know because i know what a k looks like and what the word gay looks like all right sarah ever since who by the way was it your dad that tuned into the podcast and then he listened or your uncle right my uncle heard it my uncle was like why are they calling you gay like are you gay and i was like no man it's sammy k i can never unhear that so now that you know, now that we make that joke, every time I hear the song, I always want to go and Sammy Gay. Well, well great. I'm going to think of something really horrible for the song about you. <laughs> well, do please. I think there's a, enough horrible songs you can reference. Back I'll think to. of something good. I, I think we've been there with Sarah Queef and all the other oh, things actually, that's that I exactly what I was about to play. So I was going to be like, remember this bad boy right here? <laughs> yeah, we, now, most we play of the it every time, week. I just wanted to know about this girl. Mm-hmm. Who is this Sarah? Who is she? I ain't got to tell you, man. Guys, you want to know? I don't know, dude. Is this a new version? No, that's the intro. He's got like a 30-second intro. I always just cut it to the head. I always cut it ahead to like this oh, part, Oh, what know? does he say so he... Got on TV, but recently she's noticed she can't. Holding in a quake. Holding in a quake. That's what I usually fast forward it to because it is. It's a full song, Sarah. And I don't have. Oh. Wait, hold on. I was going to say, you better hit the disclaimer. This statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and forced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. Um, No, I have no effing clue what he's saying. And any of this, like I'm telling you, like, do you have any idea? Like, listen to this again. Like, one, if you could tell me. Well, something about TV. You know, most of the time, I just wanted to know about this girl. Who is this Sarah? Okay, I know that part. Who is this Sarah? I tell you, man. Guys, you want to know? Is there something bad is happening? I mean, I don't really know this girl. <laughs> oh, you gotta know soon enough, man. You just gotta wait. <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, see? I mean, oh I think God. I understand, like, 90% oh. of it, but there's just some words in there that just throw me off, so. Oh, my God. I think it's hysterical. I didn't realize there was a whole intro before. Oh, my God. Sarah, yeah, it's a full song, okay? This oh. guy plans on releasing it, I'm pretty sure. I think he just made it because he's like, hey, man, he's probably got a mixtape coming out. I think you get some free publicity for it. There you go. All which right. Which we will give you free publicity for your mixtape. I will actually break my rule for that one. <laughs> oh, that's where you break the rule? Yeah, I'll break the rule because that's funny. That's okay. funny. I mean, clearly the guy's not taking it serious. I mean, I hope he's not taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Well, um, hopefully you had an amazing weekend. I want to. Ca- I want to find out what's going on in your world, Sammy. I will tell you what's going on in mine. Oh, let um, me guess. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. What do you want to hmm. know? Meditating in some sort of hike in Virginia. Um, I did not go for a hike in Virginia. Um, I went out to eat with some very good friends. I went to brunch. And um, I actually, it's always interesting to me, work environments and, and work situations. And I'll tell you about this because you and I actually have a personal connection to this person. Um, really? We have a personal connection? We have a personal connection mm-hmm. to this person? Yeah, we have a personal connection to this person. We know them both. And both of our friends Do have I had hate them? mutual sexual run-ins with this person that ended very strange. Strange, very strange, and I can't even. Wait, it's not the obvious. Who's the obvious? The obvious is the obvious, Sarah. Uh, I don't know this. This person, I'll give you this. This person was a TV anchor. 
was a TV anchor, and I found and I heard the most disturbing story over the weekend of how this guy oh, came the- on to another male uh, producer, and I'll tell you, he took him out on a date. The guy didn't realize he was on a date, which I think is very fascinating Wait, as well. You're talking about the guy that sat there and invited my friend over yes. and like had him and said I was going to paint you naked, but instead made him shower and then sucked them off. <laughs> okay, okay, like that guy, that old oh, right. news producer. <laughs> We'll get to that story. Hopefully your work environment is as messed up as the news business because it's hysterical. Wait, you mean that guy? That guy, that guy. I have a story, and I'll, I'll get into it because it was very comical, and for a long time I didn't really believe your story. Not that you're ever a liar, but your story was so crazy. I was like, I don't was, know. Dude, and I've had this for like, remember, I told you this like, what, seven years ago? <laughs> yes, and okay. all weekend long I've been dying to say to you and confirm to you this, right. this story is real and then add to it. Um, so anyway, I'll tell you about my interesting brunch that went down but also coming up on the show deep thoughts from the tinderellas is back we try to do it once a month first of the month and so we have some interesting tinderellas to read to you today um and then everyone's upset about have you read the blog post how to talk to a woman when she's wearing headphones it's so stupid are you stupid like you're for it or no, against I'm not it for it of course not really? like here's the thing is there are people out there that look at this blog right have you ever heard of this blog before no dan bacon is have the you blogger ever heard of the man before no, no. i had never have heard you of him. ever heard of anything to do with him before no right because he sucks that really does <laughs> well right? it's funny and he sits there and sooner or later people sit there and they go wow if i write something just asinine and out there that'll infuriate people it'll get me a bunch of shares and that's good marketing Da, da, da. But it's really not because now everyone's going to hate him forever for this. All right, here's the thing. I think you and I are going to get into this because I was actually going to defend him. I don't think the blog. What? What? Like, okay. Because here's my. Th- I'll explain. I'll explain, and then you can I'll, tell me if I'm right or wrong. To, yeah, I want to. I want to hear how you explain to me about me somehow saying I don't want to speak to you means please come speak to me. But yes, let's go. Let's talk. Okay, about this we later. we will discuss because I, I think I think criticizing his blog post is dangerous in this way. So we'll discuss what the blog post really is about, and then our feelings on it. Plus, research has now discern, uh, really determined which decisions you'll regret. Do you have any regrets so far in your your life. I mean, you're so young. You're like 30. You're such a baby. No, not really. None at all. I have no regrets. You don't wish that one time you got on the dance floor back in like, you know, your mid 20s because you were worried about being made fun of and you didn't get out there and dance? I don't even take back the last time I mouthed off to a police officer, Sarah. Like, I don't regret anything. (laughs) That one you should regret. I don't regret any of that shit. No, I don't regret any. Like, I don't. It's tough for me to say I regret anything because I look back and I go, wow, well, if I would have done this one thing differently, then I wouldn't have done this and then that wouldn't have happened. And then look at my, I'm looking at my life so far, and I go, well, it's shitty, but it's not as <laughs> shitty as it could be, you know. So oh, I feel like it's, a, so I feel like it's a highlight. I don't want to go back and start regretting things because, you know, you, a you can't change it, so that's stupid. And then b, I'm sitting here and I realize that I'm here where I'm at because I made these decisions. And if I had made different decisions, I would not be here. Like if I had not taken this, if I had not decided to take this one class with a bunch of my friends just so I could fuck off during it. I would have never gotten my internship in radio. And then, boom. I know. I, you it know? is a and trajectory. It's that one thing. And I don't even like those people anymore. You know what I mean? I just took a class with them then because I liked them then. I know. But it, it's amazing. Like, I feel like as you get older, you begin to have regrets. It's sort of the story. So we'll get to that. A couple of reminders. We are now on podcastone.com. Go there. 
there, download, um, infiltrate their website, write them and tell them you love the podcast, and please share it. So podcastone.com, it's very accessible for Android and iPhone users, Mm -hmm. but for Droid users, you'll want to use that. And then you can always listen to us on iTunes. And if you do choose to listen to us on iTunes, please leave a review because it makes a big difference. So review us. And for the Frasiacs out there, you get another 10 Frasier stars today. Bonus if you go troll Tom Arnold's podcast. Just troll his comment section for us. Oh, yes. That'd be yeah, awesome. just go do it. Just go troll I Tom will. Arnold. Just because I love the man so much, I think it'd be great. Just go troll Tom Arnold and you get an extra 10 Frasier stars today. We got to get him on this show, too. There's really? I don't feel like he'd be that funny to be have on. Really? Actually, you're right. I don't think so either. What's yeah. he doing with his life? I mean, I feel like we're on the same career plane. You know, it's, look, think about it. You want to know about regret. <laughs> we actually you are want, on the same career plane. We are. Because we're side by side with him on podcast1.com. Sue, so you're right. We are. I'm we telling you. We have reached that level. But if you want to think about regrets in life, Sarah. You think he has some? He could have sat there and just sucked it up for 10 more years, man. He'd have Roseanne money. But instead, <laughs> nope. He left too early. That's there you go. Mm-hmm. There's a regret. Um, so please, please, please review us. And then also our next live show. You guys love our live shows. The live podcast show is such a blast. Our next one is going to be in Arlington, Virginia, September 23rd Ooh. at Clarendon Ballroom. Um, you can get a ticket on Facebook.com slash HeyFrage Live, uh, live podcast. Or you can also go to Eventbrite and just search HeyFrage Live as well and purchase your tickets. Our last five shows have sold out, so you're going to want to get those. Are we still doing the um, for every? extra collar that you have you get an extra you get a free drink oh because it's such a bro like yeah so that way you know if you have one pop collar that's whatever you're still coming to the show two popped collars one drink three pop collars two drinks and so forth (laughs) that's a great idea you know so come in if you got 10 pop collars on and you want to sit through that entire show with 10 pop collars i'll get you nine drinks at the end but if you're gonna do a pop collar discount then you ought to do a flip-flop discount as well because that is the signature shoe of arlington you know what sarah this is why this is why sometimes i have meetings without you okay (laughs) do you know how much more money that's gonna cost us now if you take flip-flops i'm just Okay. Brainstorming. Okay. No, that's not brainstorming, Sarah. You now everyone's got now flip flops. Great. Now they're going to show up for every extra flip flop they wear, or for every pair of flip flops. I mean, that's going. Everyone's going to show. That's everyone, Sarah. You might as well say open bar now. <laughs> no, no open bar. No. It's, uh, it's clearly open bar now. If you're going to say everyone in Arlington that shows up in flip flops gets a free drink. No one's getting any. No, you don't get anything for free. We'll play a game. You might win a prize. That's about it. <sighs> Way to ruin it, Sarah. Nothing else. Way to put the fu in fun. <laughs> I want to do some click-worthy stories. These were the most talked about over the weekend, so we can weigh in on them. And I want your thoughts, Sammy, on a lot of these. Um, you want to go old school on this for you? Yeah. Old school, like real old school? Sure. You know what what's, I'm talking what's about? old school? You going to play the clip? Remember this one? Yeah, we need an, up, an upgrade. That's old. That's why I don't play anymore, Sarah. I just let you talk. That's why. We'll get a new bed. Because I do want a new bed for the click, but that one's like old school. This just reminds you of days in a dingy studio in Northwest DC. God, yes, it does. With the asbestos just sprinkling on your head every day, and to think you thought you had dandruff for six months. (laughs) Nope. No, just asbestos. Just asbestos. Uh, here's what you missed over the weekend. So an article has been circulating on Yahoo.com that Brock Turner going free was the best thing to happen to rape, which I know seems like a little bit of a stretch, but the article breaks down all the different laws and awareness that has happened since Brock Turner went free. You know, he only served three months of his six-month prison, six month prison mm-hmm. sentence and was released last week. Um, so they say that tons of things have happened. A new California rape bill inspired by Turner's case 
case passed the state assembly. This happened on Monday with a final vote of 77 to 1, and that ensures that anyone in California convicted of sexual assault can be sentenced to uh, probation. Can't, sorry, can't Can. be sentenced to probation. Um, also, uh, the, uh, several other things. Rape statistics in general have been called into question, specifically that they're too low. This has all been in light of the entire Brock Turner case, bringing more awareness and raising those statistics. And then a public effort is still underway to unseat Judge Persky. Um, you remember him. He is the one who gave Brock Turner the light sentence. And on top of that, since then, it's come forward of all the other light sentences and favoritism he's given to a lot of men who have been either involved in sexual assault cases or domestic violence. Um, so they're still working on having him debarred, but he has been removed now. Disbarred. Disbarred. Thank you. But he has been removed now, anyway, from hearing any further sexual assault cases. So lots of lots of good things they're saying have come in light of this. Um, the awareness is great. On top of that, too, I don't know if you saw the video that went viral. I thought she was amazing. I'd never heard of her either. But Vox um, reporter and writer Liz Plank did a video called Dear Brock that's now been seen more than 20 million times, which basically catches him up on what he's missed, but then also calls him out. Take a listen to this. Dear Brock. You were only required to serve three out of the six months in your sentence for sexually assaulting a woman behind a dumpster, and now you're out. I wanted to provide you with a quick update to get you up to speed on some of the things that you might have missed while you were behind bars. So let's see, um, Frank Ocean came out with a new album, Drake and Rihanna might or may not be dating, uh, and in the three months that you were in prison, an estimated 75,000 American women were raped. And that number is probably way higher since the ordeal that women have to go through when they report their sexual assault is not very fun. Oh, and you might actually know a thing or two about that. Yeah, she goes on and on. Don't it's worry. about a two and a half minute video. Really, mm-hmm. really good. So there was a little update on that, too. We didn't talk about this story last week, but you've probably read about it in South Carolina that a clown or clowns were trying to lure children into the woods with candy. I honestly just Did you pay that, attention to I honestly, when I first read that, I thought it was a new Netflix show. Well, you're right. Oh, my God. Okay, is is someone going to be prosecuted for this? So here's the catch. Now sources are saying over the weekend that the clowns are all part of a stunt. The kids were never in danger in general. They believe it's either part of um, guerrilla marketing for Rob Zombie's new movie, 31, about a group of... (laughs) I know, which I didn't even know Rob Zombie had a movie coming out, but it's about a group of sadistic, murderous clowns that torture their victims before gruesomely killing them. Go Rob Zombie. Sounds riveting. So sources are saying that most likely it's a publicity stunt for that horror movie. Are you kidding? Well, because I kept on reading the stories and I was like seeing these highlights and people were freaking out. But then I couldn't really get any more information. Like I didn't get any information on children's name or anything like that. And I was like, nah, no, I believe this. Exactly. This whole thing is probably a publicity stunt. So far, police say they don't have any reason to believe that these kids... I mean, clearly there was somebody trying to lure them in, but no other further clown sightings have been had. No one can report any other specifics. No one took a picture. No one took any video. And it's just basically been dead after that. All right. Hear me out. So you think it's... Hear me out. Here's what I'm going to say. Hear me out on what my my other theory of this is, okay? Okay. It's not guerrilla marketing, and it's literally just a plot to an Ashton Kutcher movie. Okay, so this guy, he's down on his luck. He's a clown by day, you know, does kids parties, whatever. Goes out, has a crazy bender afterwards because he accidentally, you know, drinks too much at this kids party. Gets really drunk, goes on this crazy bender and parties all night long. All right. Okay. Okay. 
people are involved, all of a sudden, you know, like Demi Moore shows up in the movie, you know, Hugh Jackman's in there randomly for no reason, Zach Galifianakis, like you name it, they're all in this movie, right? Then the next day he's waking up and he's literally just on the outskirts. He's found himself in the middle of this forest. He's outside this forest just looking for a ride. He happens to see one of the kids that was at the party the day before and was like, hey, hey, come here, help me. The kid's freaked out because at this point he's randomly got a knife in his hand because he had to fend off wolves all night long, you know. These kids are young now. Why are there, why is there like a 10-year-old, 12-year-old at the party? What do you mean? At a party? Kids, 10-year-old, they have clowns at their parties, don't they? 12 years old, you still have a clown? I don't think so. I think you would. Of course, clowns are for all ages. So you think this clown just got super wasted, recognized as a kid? I just think he probably got super kid. wasted, wasted. I almost said <laughs> racist. Yeah. yeah, racist. Yeah, super racist. <laughs> sat there, yelled derogatory comments at this child. No, um, he got super wasted. Honestly, woke up on this, woke up in this forest somehow. Was like, how the hell did I get here? Never drinking that again. Saw one of the kids that happened to be, you know, at the party the day before, and it was he thought it was, with them to get help, looked down, realized that he's a clown with, like, you know, smeared makeup, a knife in his hand, and, like, dirt all over his body. The kid runs away, and he's like, ah, oh, shit. I should probably just go home, stop doing parties for a while, and just lay low. Well, uh, anyway, I, the whole Rob Zombie thing seems like the most logical, which is really awful um hey when do you think you know i had read this and i was shocked but if you're likely filing for divorce or breaking off your relationship right now uh-huh. you're not alone uh, a study from the university of washington found that people are more likely to initiate divorce proceedings right now after summer vacations so i had always heard it was after christmas and the new year which is true uh-huh. so this new study says that divorce is completely seasonal so the biggest times where people are leaving a significant other are either right after the holidays or right after a summer vacation okay. any idea thoughts why absolutely i know exactly why okay here's I, my assumption i know exactly why you gotta wait till you get the good shit then you gotta bail what do you mean you like so you think about it you know if i let's say you and you know you and your husband are getting divorced okay you save all like you're gonna like he's gonna divorce you all right he decides he wants to divorce you okay you pay you save all this money you're saving all year long to go on this great vacation you guys are going all around australia you're gonna ride kangaroos you're gonna eat koala bears like it's gonna be the coolest trip ever you know what i mean yeah if i'm him i go well i'm gonna divorce her anyways i might as well just stick around because life <laughs> sucks anyways this trip. get this trip out of the way because she spent a lot of money or maybe i spent a lot of money on it you know what i mean do that and then after that i can be like all right great cha chow <laughs> so i feel like that's the same for christmas too because it's like at that point you're like well shit what did she buy me what did he buy me i want to wait until like fine until i get that gift then i'll divorce them it's not exactly about gifts according to the story oh. it's actually more about like you spend time with that person and you realize what a disappointment they are and then you want out oh so it's about spending time i thought about spending money on them i was like i don't want to like i don't want to waste that because no. nothing's worse when you already buy the tickets and like you can't change the names on most plane tickets nowadays you sure yeah I mean? you gotta go like you just so i'm like oh shit so you're either going solo you know or no, I would just sit there and be like, all right, come with me. No, this- I don't trust the pool boy that much anyways. Just come with me. We'll figure this out. We'll go. I mean, like, I'll say this. I had a trip that I was going on one time, and at that point, I tried to break up with the girl so many times, but we already bought this trip. It was really expensive. I didn't want to go alone, and so I just was like, fuck it. And, like, God knows how many times during the vacation, like, she literally packed up and tried to, like, leave again. You know? <laughs> 
And I did the same thing. Oh, my Lord. That sounds much more stressful. No, it was like us, but it was the same thing. But finally, I was like, we just got to go through this. We got back. Waited a month, boom, broke up, never felt happier in my fucking life. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's actually about spending time. Once you realize that you guys have nothing in common or you don't enjoy spending time together, and most people spend time together around the holidays and summer, then people file for divorce. Mm-hmm. So I'm always curious as to how the hell you guys can be gone for three days and not poop once. That's what I'm always confused about. <laughs> who are you dating? Who am I? No, Sarah, that's every woman I've ever dated. No, any not anymore. I've, I think the older you get, more, now I'm like, no. Sarah, I'm, well, that's because you Please. can't control your bowels, Sarah. You already had an anal fissure. That's different. That's a medical condition, okay? You physically cannot control your sphincter movements. Like, most women um, I can. can. I'm sorry. I'm not in a colostomy. I don't have, like, a bag, for God's sake. Yeah, I yet. don't. You don't have a bag yet. <laughs> all right? Okay. Yet. Um, it's only a matter of time till that large intestine gets... <laughs> Okay, the older you get, the more comfortable you are. Everybody knows that you go poop. No, Sarah, they don't. They don't. No one does. I swear, the max I've ever gone is I went on a week vacation with a girl when I was like, what, 23, 22 years, 23 years old, right? Solid week. I'll tell you. Solid week. We got back and she was like, hey, just drop me off at my airport and get the, drop me off at my place after the airport and get the hell out. I'll call you in a couple hours. (laughs) So I definitely knew what she was doing for two hours because you definitely got a shower after one like that. But like. This is not. This is true stories. People know what I'm talking about. They don't. You guys don't go on vacation. Like it's amazing to me. Okay, well maybe years ago I didn't, but now I do. Any of I ever went on vacation? Sarah, you have a medical condition. Stop trying to compare yourself to everyone else. Okay. Okay, fine. If I ever dated a man who I was on vacation with who didn't go. I would say to him, hey, Mm -hmm. I've noticed that you haven't been regular. You should take some time. Oh, really? Yes. Really? Yes, absolutely. Really, Really, Sarah? Um, Yeah. Just so you know. Oh, look at this. Under symptoms, cannot control bodily functions. Oh, and itching and bleeding. That's weird, Sarah. (laughs) This is not. I don't have any like loose stool. Okay. Uh-huh, Thank uh-huh. you. My anal fissure has been healed. Do they call? I think they call them oily spottings. Technically. No, I have not had any of those. Thanks. Um, I do want to talk about this story though. Two two more click stories that I want your opinion on. Lena Dunham has apologized for her assumptions about NFL star Odell Beckham Jr. By the way, I give Odell Beckham Jr. a lot of credit. He has not said one thing about this. If you've been following this whole thing, Lena Dunham essentially was interviewed by Amy Schumer and. And then talked about the Met Gala, and Dunham had said that she was seated near Beckham, who she claimed was looking at his cell phone instead of her because he found her sexually unappealing. Um, Dunham then faced a barrage of online criticism, which I'm sure you've been reading. She was trending all weekend long about how... It was totally a double standard where Lena Dunham is supposed to be about embracing your body and the way you look. And don't over-sexualize the female body. Was essentially saying that Odell Beckham Jr. wouldn't look at her because she was a marshmallow and hideous and he didn't want to be in her realm. And now was painting this picture of she wanted to be a sexual object by Odell Beckham Jr. So, look, she came out and apologized, and her apology was just, I thought, also really awful, where she basically goes on to talk about how what a disgusting pig she is and how, like, no one would be attracted to her, and she still fights that all the time. I went ahead, quote, I went ahead and projected these insecurities and made totally narcissistic assumptions about what he was thinking, then presented those assumptions as facts, she writes. I feel terrible about it, because after listening to a lot of valid criticism, I see how how unfair it is is to ascribe misogynistic thoughts to someone I don't know at all. Now you know now you figure this out after after your show. 
But what's your take on this? Because I actually thought it was really, really interesting, people's criticism of her. Here the thing is, it's true, because I think, if anything, I don't think it was about her saying that, oh, like, it's the fact that she thought that as a white person, she would immediately get the sexual attraction of any black man that she stepped in front of, right? That's the issue here. That's true. You think it's more race related? What was that squeak, by the way? What was that noise, Sarah? I put my legs up on the table. Oh, no, I'm fine, Sammy. I don't have issues. Okay, thank you. And it's my foot. I'm not, it's not my anal fissure. It's healed. You're three, weeks, you're three weeks away from the bag. <laughs> you're so full of shit. Uh, no, no but I mean, so she's trying to sit there and say, So like, you think it's more of a race? Because that's I the think other thing, Because I think if you look at the over-sexualization of, like, especially black males, it has a his- like it has a historical, you know, it's been violent in history. Like, and it's not, you know. When you say, what does that mean, though? Because it was interesting. Somebody else said that to me, and I didn't even take the race part into it. I took the part into it of she is always saying, don't judge people on looks and don't hypersexualize me. But she wanted to be no, sexualized that's, by No, that's them. the. Uh, that's no, the no. minor. What she's saying is that's not even the big issue. The, the biggest issue is the fact that she's looking there and she's like, well, he wouldn't even attract me, blah, blah. It's like, well, why do you think he would be? Like, what? Because you're white? He should have been? Like, she was making it like a joke, like, and I couldn't believe he wasn't even looking at me. He wouldn't give me the time of day. Haha. <laughs> like, well, why? And it's because she assumed that as a white woman that she would sit there and ha- like that's what that's what her assumption was is that every black person wants to sit there and speak to you because you're a beautiful white woman. Like, no. No. Really? So you think it's more the race part? I, I didn't think it's that. ridiculous. Like, you shouldn't just go up to anyone and assume they're going to. And the fact that she was talking about it, like, she wasn't saying it because think about how many other guys she speaks to in Hollywood on a daily basis that just ignore her, right? She brought this up because it was a black guy. Really? And it was a funnier story that way. It was a more intense story because she could be like, oh, well, you know the black guy. You know, like, that's why. In my opinion, that's why. Like, that she part. didn't bring it up because think about it. Like, if she's really in Hollywood all that often, how often does she sit there and deal with, you know, Guys that are tall, beautiful, white guys that look at them like, uh, and just kind of walk away. How many times do you think she deals with that? Probably a lot. Why is that not a funny story she's sharing? Interesting. I did not put together the race part of it at so, all. But a I think lot it's of people the fact have, that but people do this that. all the time. Like, they sit there and they look at a conversation. You know, they look at a situation in which they go, like, oh, my God, I got in this cabin. This Indian cab driver smelled awful. Well, like, why the fuck are you sharing the story now? Because guess what? I get in a lot of cabs, and they all smell awful. Like, I was just in a you know, lift. Oh, my but God. But you know they, what I mean? Like, yes. the fact they want to share it because it's not a funny story if I go, oh, I was in this cab, and this white guy smelled bad. That has no comic value to people like this that think that way. But, the, uh, but all of a sudden, you put a minority in there somewhat, and, like, they're saying she put in the black guy. Like, And I think that's where my issue is staying with it is, like, she had to put in the black guy to make it seem like, oh, well, this story is notable. You could have just said that, hey, you got turned, like, oh, my God, I was, t- everyone from this person, this person, this person, this person, you know, then it's a story of how she, she had to mention the one, you know, type she had was that. It's like, you'd be like, oh, I really care about, you know, minorities, I do this. It does, no, you're going to list off the one example that you had. And I think she listed it off as, like, an example to try to make herself sound better only made her sound even way more ignorant. So interesting. What's your thoughts on Lena Dunham? You know, Lena Dunham's one of those people where, like, I want to get behind her. I'm a big Amy Schumer fan, and I think what Amy Schumer does for women is very empowering. But, do you, but here's the thing. I listen to Amy Schumer, like, 
And I know you. There's no way that you genuinely like her actual humor. I think you like the idea of Amy Schumer. Do you find that you find out that you follow a lot of these people because you like the idea of what they're standing for more than what their actual content is? Well, I'll say she's this. she's not your style. She's really raunchy. She's yeah. really raunchy. And you don't like anything like that. And like, I you're... don't like anything that extremely, like, you know, Amy Schumer will talk a lot about, like, her pussy and all this stuff. Like, I'm not wild about that. And I'll say this. If it was a guy sitting there, I can deal with some of it. Like, I like a little Chris Rock, but then I'm like, eh. It's not, like, after a while, it just gets a little too hypersexualized. What I like about Amy Schumer, though, is I think she, and what I like about Lena Dunham, is I think they do go, hey, look, we're not going to participate in the beauty pageant that basically is Hollywood and even the fringes of Hollywood. And by the way, what all these, like, fashion bloggers and Instagram, everything portrays. I think what I love about them is they go, we're not going to, we're not going to go along with everybody else. We're going to kind of reject that. But I'm not sure I necessarily like, like I watched, I tried to watch Girls a couple seasons. I just couldn't get into it. I just didn't think it was that well written, honestly. Sarah, you do realize they're doing nothing more than, like, that's a, that's a marketing, but they all have PR companies. They have people behind them. They have agents. This is a plan for them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't this know is if a I plan. believe that. There was enough of an audience. Think about this. When all of a sudden Dove was releasing national ad campaigns, you know, when everyone's talking about full fig, quote unquote, full figured women and releasing all these campaigns and all these ads, it was sooner or later Hollywood was going to catch up and be like, we could market ourselves and we could really, like, you know, capitalize on this. Let someone sit there and like bring them in. Like that's the thing is, okay, I never well, drank the Kool Aid because I was like, it's. I like Amy Schumer because it's raunchy. I know why I like her. But right? she's also Trainwreck is a great movie. I mean, she can she can write a good movie. Okay, but hold on, stop. I would say Girls is better written than Trainwreck any day of the week. And I no was one's more entertained dis- by Trainwreck. Well, like Girls it, is like you know, like that's better writing okay. though. But it's better writing. I'm but saying though, you're you're drinking the Kool Aid at that point because. You, you honestly should sit there, and if you really want, I honestly look at this and I say, if you really truly want the same equality, everything, you should be able to look at it, you know, and not be like, well, I really support what they're trying to believe in, so I'm going to support them anyways. I look at someone, I go, dude, if it's shit, it's shit. If it's great, it's great. I'm not trying to help anybody out because I believe in their cause deep down, or because they have a side project that I really believe in. I know if I support this, it'll help that. Like. I don't really believe in that. You know what I mean? I like people to do things because they're fucking good. And if you like them, you watch them because they're good. Well, I disagree. I think they have intentions of... I think they realize the double standard that is Hollywood of beauty standards. But they're marketing that. But they're doing interviews. They're doing that to promote it. Like, if they really sat there, wouldn't you put your money where your mouth is as opposed to just sitting there and releasing movies and making jokes on a stage? Well, I think they do put their money. They talk about it. Amy Schumer talks about in her comedy act. Lena Dunham's Girls is all about it. But it's not... No. Saying they put in a TV show that they're making millions of dollars off of, Sarah, is not them, like... You get what I mean? They're still making millions. Um, I guess I'm. Would you want them making, to speak for free at like? Um, well, no, but I'm saying that that's what a lot of people like. If it's truly about the cause, there would be something more than them just releasing a TV show or doing a stand-up special on Netflix, right? Well, yeah, but I think both those women do that stuff outside of it. So I like Amy Schumer because she's dirty. I like her because of the community that she is. I really couldn't give a shit <laughs> if she's. I couldn't even give a shit if she's you know chunky, skinny. Blonde, brunette, I don't give a shit. I uh, I mean, look, it's a fascinating discussion, um, for sure. And you can always weigh in, Sarah, at HeyFrage.com. You can send us an email with your thoughts. You guys are always, you always have great opinions. Uh, lastly, for, for click stories, though, everybody remembers Rebecca Black. Nope. I mean, 
the Friday song was one of the songs that we had to play over and over. And I actually, by the way, liked the Friday song, Rebecca Black's Friday. You also have zero taste in music, Sarah. Well, that's fine. Can you play a little clip of Friday? No. It's Friday, Friday. Friday? Gotta get down on Friday. Why would you want to play that horrible-ass song? Well, here's like... the thing. All right, fine. If you don't, because uh, there might be somebody out there listening to the podcast that's okay, never hold, heard it. Er, er, back it up. Okay, if you are listening to the podcast right now and you cannot Google Rebecca Black Friday and listen to that horrendous thing on your own, I'm going to say this. You may not like me, but if you cannot use the internet in that capacity, you probably should not be listening to iPod. Some people are driving. Driving is fun. They Rebecca Black Friday. They can't drive and Google. That's why I was no, like saying Rebecca Black Friday. You can look it up later on. It's a bad song. Do you really want me to play this horrible fucking song? Uh, for context, I did. And then I wanted to ask oh, fine. you. Fine. Fine. You happy? My whole thing is this. What I wanted to say is she's come out with a new song that that some music critics and the website HelloGiggles.com is now calling her a mix between Selena Gomez and Katy Perry. The song is called The Great Divide. Sarah, that is such... Okay, come on. I know you're not a journalist, but to sit there and to say that music critics and a website called Hello Giggles is saying this is a good song is not... What music critic... What music critic? Um, it doesn't say. The article just says. It just that, says, and it's from HelloGiggles.com, yeah. the most reliable music source on the internet. And if they say it's great on Hello Giggles, it's probably amazing. I'm not defending the song. You're so you're just so combative. I'm not defending the song. What I wanted to ask you, because I think what's interesting about her story is she's still trying to be a legit music singer, okay? Like a legitimate artist. And this is supposed to be the song that makes her legit. So as the musician on this show, I wanted you to listen to, not Friday, because we've already, we already know that, but I wanted you to listen to The Great Divide and actually see if her voice and song could really be a it's hit. It's not about that. Rebecca Black, do you think that would be a hit? Doesn't matter. That's the whole fucking point, Sarah. If it wasn't Paris Hilton, awesome. She could have. You guys do real. It has nothing to do with musical like capabilities anymore, right? People like Rebecca Black are nothing more than cancers on the music industry. Any musician, anyone who actually sat there and spent seven years in middle school and high school learning how to play an instrument. This is fuck. Like this is stupid. Like this is stupid. It's not like what is she doing? I actually think it's. I commend her for not giving up. I mean, that girl got so much hate. It's not about not giving up, Sarah. It's about that she's not a true artist. It's like I have friends out there, right? Like, yo, I just got a million views on my YouTube video. I was like, congratulations, man. But you are not an artist. Like that's great, but you are not an artist. Okay, you are not a musician. And to sit there and to try to say like, I want to be a legit musician. I want to be that. She's not playing instruments. She's not doing anything. She's sitting there. She has someone writing a song for her. It sounds just like it came out in 2007. You know what I mean? Like, congratulations. You're nine years behind. Like, how does that make any sense? (laughs) 
And like a story like this, like I don't know, these stories like this really. This is what I. This is why I quit pop radio. Like I legit quit pop radio, so I never have to speak about Rebecca Blacks again. <laughs> and then now I'm here, and you're making me do this, and you're like, it's a great story. It's like, wait, what about being entertaining and inspiring has anything to do with Rebecca it's Black? That's not entertaining. Rebecca Black is shit. And I guess it only makes, she only gets it out there because you and other people that are looking for easy stories keep on bringing this up. Like, I could have told you a a funny story about something else. I could have told you about anything else. But I said we're going to waste our time speaking on Rebecca Black. I think that you, you fail to realize, like, it's a moment in pop culture history, okay? Whether you like to or not. You don't like to see anybody, like, go on or succeed or anything or get attention for something. That's not about that. No, because what you're saying right there is pretty fucked up. All right, because what I said was it's not like it's. What is that like? How is that entertaining? It's not entertaining. It is entertaining. No She's still way. going in her no career. Way. What do you want her to do? Just like you honestly just want her to what? Go away? Just I didn't go say like that, get an but, HR job but or like? Why are we the ones having to talk about? Because it? I find it fascinating. That's not fascinating. How it is. is Rebecca Black? Rebecca Black is not fascinating. I find it interesting that she's still going and she's still trying to make a music career. That that is, is ridiculous. That is not a story inspiring. for me. There's so many people out there that actually like Lou Bega's trying to do a music career. How come we're not talking about that? Well, Lou Bega had like a great song. That was much bigger was a pop than Friday. That was much bigger than Friday. And lots of people still talk about Lou Bega. They're doing this to make fun of the poor girl. And you're going to keep on antagonizing this by saying, well, it's actually I don't a think good it's a song. Bad song. It's not. Like, it's not a good song. I'm I say like it's not music. a bad song. I still listen to Selena Gomez music. I listen to, do you think Ariana Grande is an artist? Selena Gomez is actually fine. She has great songwriting teams behind her. I'm telling okay, you. Okay, well, that's like, the same thing. You're just saying that. But you're Rebecca saying that she's Black not an artist. Somebody though. writing her songs. That's not what a singer should be. I don't agree with what they're doing. But that's what they have. Like, don't well, say that they're great. Like, they're not great. The people behind them are great. <laughs> Oh and everyone God, understands that. It's the that. same thing. It's like a Selena Gomez or an Ariana no, Grande. Is it? You don't have 30 people behind you writing what you say over the next 35 minutes in the podcast. They do. Like, they would have 30 people behind them telling them, you know what I mean? Like, okay, but you can't discard the fact that that's a level of success. It might not be the success that you want, but they have transcended Rebecca pop Black culture. is not success. I would not sit there and be like, man, if I could redo my life, I would want to be Rebecca Black. She might be. I you would wait not, and see. I don't she think might be a legit right, artist. If you're out there and you want to come back as Rebecca Black, okay, <laughs> I want you to tweet at us, right? I just want Sarah to hear crickets for a little bit. <laughs> At Hey Frage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E. Nobody would. Um, Over the weekend, I was telling you, and I would love to know, like, what crazy things you find out about past coworkers or work environments. But I was out to brunch, and um, somebody had brought up a story about a a former news anchor, right? And this news anchor, you had told me. Why do you have to say former first? Why can't you just say his name? Who cares? I am not going to say his name. No way. Why? It's all true. What's he going to do? He can't sue if it's true, right? Because the only way, the reason I'm not going to say his name is because the person that told me about this, this come on story, Uh I think probably doesn't want it to come back on him. Do you know what I'm saying? That would be the only reason. If I pay you, will you share the name with me? (laughs) You know the name. but I think you missed that there, but never mind. All right, as you were. (laughs) All right, so over the weekend I'm at brunch, 
And my friend is saying, hey, I had no idea. A couple years ago, I was out with this anchor, and I had no idea that we were actually on a date. This guy buys me lunch. He gets drinks. We go back to his apartment because he was like, hey, come back. I want to show you something. And, you know, mm-hmm. I was going to use the restroom. It's and then I'm four and three quarters inches. I'm going to meet up with you know, I'm going to meet up with my girlfriend. So my friend goes back to his apartment, goes and uses the restroom. And when he comes out, this news anchor is completely naked. Yeah. And completely naked. And ready to get down. And my friend goes, oh, my God, I, I think, you know, you've read the situation wrong. I'm straight. I, I'm not interested. And for years, I've been giving you a hard time because you told me a friend of yours uh, had the guy, this news anchor, wanted to paint him no, nude. No, to be honest, Sarah, you, you thought I was a liar. You thought I was making up stories. You refused to even acknowledge the story because you're like, that's not true. But now you know, oh, it's true. Oh, it's totally it true. true. Okay, so I guess my uh, I had a friend of mine that one time responded to a Craigslist ad that said, you know, will you be willing to come over and um, and like let me paint you nude, right? I'll pay you a hundred bucks or something like that. So my friend, being in college, is like, absolutely, I'll let this happen. Like, I don't care, you know. And he knew it was a little bit weird, but he's like, whatever. He didn't care, you know. Shows up, the guy's like, all right, we'll get naked. You know, the guy's like, will you get naked for me? He's like, absolutely, I'll get naked for you. Takes his clothes off, stands there. This gentleman all of a sudden, I guess, says, well, you look a little bit dirty. Will you take a shower right now? (laughs) And the guy's like, sure, I guess. So he goes and takes a shower, gets out of the shower, and the guy's just, you know. I Look, I just wondered uh, this story. Like, I have never had that experience happen to me in a workplace environment ever with a coworker. This was a coworker situation. Oh, but Yours still, was but like a crisis. Question. This initially came up because we were wondering, since my friend still got the $100 and he never painted him, was that technically for prostitution or was it just for yes. unrendered services? No, like, you're, you're a prostitute for Because like, that's second. what I was wondering. Not that I'm judging, but I'm just saying. No, no. And, okay. Um. I want you to weigh in. I want your feelings on this because I'm sure we're going to disagree. But um, I hope over the weekend you saw this blog post called How to Talk to a Woman Who's Wearing Headphones. And like Sammy said, it's by a guy named Dan Bacon. who's He claims he's a relationship expert for men. All right. But it's getting a lot of backlash because basically people are saying, look, if a woman has headphones in, she does not want to be spoken to. Do you agree with that? If I put my headphones in, I don't want to be spoken to. Even if, you, even if there's no music playing. Those are in to say, those are the F.U. things. Those are the ones don't speak to me, right? Okay. So his article goes on to talk about and give suggestions to men on how they can approach a woman. And one of the things that he says that they should do is go up very confidently, smile, point to the earbuds, and ask the woman to take them out. Um, Then he... Okay, whatever. Um, Stand in front of her, he says, with one to one and a half meters between you. Have a confident, easygoing smile and say, hey, how is it going to start a conversation with her? Most women are polite and friendly and will take off their headphones to talk to you at some point. Just start talking to them and have a conversation with her. Then he goes on to say, if it goes well, that you can get her number. But, okay, so here's my thing, though. And he gives, like, a couple other situations. And I think probably where he goes wrong or ends up... Because he's... I think what he's doing there is he's crying wolf. What do you mean? So when I walk up to you, right, and if you're wearing earphones, I'm assuming that you have music playing, you're listening to something, you're talking to someone on the phone, you already something going on, right? If I come to you and I just start tapping my ear, like, please help me, like, pull out your earbud. Yeah. You pull it out, and I go, oh, hey, what's up? You just look dreamy. I want to talk... 
Sarah. It's my feet on the chair. Oh, God. Well, anyways, I'd be like, you know, like, oh, hey, what's up, babe? You want to talk? Da, da, da. The next time, if I actually do need help, let's say I'm walking, I'm lost, I actually want to ask you for help, directions, and someone does this to you, they tap their ear, what are you going to do? Ignore them. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm not going to if someone sits there, like, I know the, I know in front of this certain specific building in my neighborhood, right? It's a halfway house, okay? And they sit there, and they constantly do the ear-tapping thing. They're constantly like, yo, man, you're like trying to get your attention, like, acting like it's an emergency. You pull it out. They go, hey, you got a cigarette? Hey, you got, like... And so now I, do, I ignore everything. And I realize this, that, you know, they have actually jaded me so much that someone could literally be being stabbed in the alley behind there. And they could be asking me for help. But I'm going to ignore them because I get harassed so much in front of that single building that I never want to respond okay, anymore. Okay, here's my thing. And you're doing the same thing. Most of the time when I have my earbuds in or, or earphones on, I don't want to be... Uh, that's because I want to just, like, chill out from the world, all right? Mm-hmm. But I've also had people ask me to take them out, mostly to ask for directions. Never anybody chatting me and flirting me up that I can recall, okay? But here's my issue with everybody shitting all over Dan Bacon, is in a society and in a world where how many times do we hear from listeners, from people, I can't meet anybody, the only way that people want to interact now is online, there's no human interaction. Mm-hmm. Don't you think backlashing this guy is bad because at what point are people just going to stop i think for a lot of guys they read this article and then all the hate this guy gets and they're like oh i guess i shouldn't even attempt to talk to a woman like no no I no attempt crap. to talk to a woman that doesn't have headphones in right like are you kidding okay fine all right this is a great idea someone but out there with an etsy store her? i'm going to give you guys the most genius million fucking dollar idea ever all right what? if you want to sit there you want to insist on speaking to women with headphones you want to speak to people with headphones on because you go well how else am I going to get human interaction? Then you should make headphones with middle fingers, right? So that way, you wear those when you don't want to be spoken to. And they just got these little middle fingers sticking out, you know. Great idea. And that would be like the fuck off headphones. I don't want to speak to you. But that way, if you're wearing just the regular earbuds that come with your iPhone or your Droid, well, talk away. No. Like, that's ridiculous. I should not have to sit there and change my life because if I'm wearing headphones, that means I already have audio going in there. It's like if I'm reading a book, I don't want you to hand me a pamphlet on the street. I'm already reading something, man. But you see the most beautiful woman you've ever seen, and you think, this is my only chance. I'm on Metro. When am I ever going to run into her again? I want to strike up a conversation. You're telling me you wouldn't say hi. You wouldn't attempt to talk. I'm going to go over there and be like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Tap her on the shoulder even though she's ignoring me, and then be like... Hey, what's up? Because, you know, women love... Because, you know, I don't know if you watched any Disney movies recently, haven't you? It usually... Like, usually the fairy tale begins, you know? The fairy tale usually begins... They meet Prince Charming because he comes up to them, kicks him in the shins, and then tells them to take out their headphones so I can ask them how cute of a broad they are. That's how they all work out, Sarah. Um, no. Well, Beauty and the Beast is a little bit like, uh, you know, the repulsive beast, and then it turns into beauty, you know? Sarah, he enslaves her, Okay. <laughs> He enslaves her for what? A solid two or three weeks after he's already enslaved her father for what? A month? <laughs> like this is what this is what your example was. I was supposed to negate what I was saying. Anyhow, um, I'd be curious. I just feel like this guy's intentions. We're sweet. Like, I think if you meet somebody, here's the thing. Like, if I were ever single again, like, I'm going to go up and ask somebody. And if they say no or they don't want to talk or they put their earbuds back in, fine. No, you live in the burbs. That's why. You say this because you live in the burbs. I would walk around Arlington, no. Virginia, and I would that's the put burbs. it out there. That's the burbs, right? I'm telling you, come downtown, right? Walk as much as I do, Sarah, and see how many people stop you. 
You get st- I get stopped 20 times. I will get stopped literally 20 times on my way home from the improv today. From the DC improv today, I will get stopped 20 times by people on the street because I live in the city. 20 times and at least. Just, but mostly and men, I, right? It's men asking you for cigarettes it's or men, stuff. It's women, too. It's everyone. People just stop. They just stop you because you walk and they stop you. When you're in the city like this, you get stopped so frequently that you can't. To you, it's not that much of an inconvenience, but it is for us. Like, it is for me. Like, it really is for me. That's why the headphones are there when I have to get somewhere quickly because that means, hey, I'm sorry. When I'm sitting there and I'm just walking, strolling through the neighborhood, I don't have music playing. I got my headphones out. You know what, sweetheart? You can ask me for directions anytime you want to. Sir, I will tell you absolutely not every time you ask me for a cigarette, but feel free to ask me as many times as you'd like, okay? (laughs) That's fine for me when I don't have my headphones in, but my headphones mean don't speak to me. Interesting. Because okay. I already got something else going on. I just, I, you know what? And I'm sure a lot of women, women will, women will have, will have, will have a lot of disagreement. I'm sure they agree with you. I think a lot of women. Do. I feel like what I didn't like about this article is the backlash for this guy. At what point do people, do men and women just give up on asking somebody else in, out in person? I'm sorry. Wait, hold like, on, I, but Sarah, you act like the only time you're ever going to see them is when they have headphones on. No, you're going to see them when they have headphones on. When they're trying to go A from their job, B from their job, or C at the gym. Right? Which, Which are only- three places that, trust me, most people don't want to fucking talk to you in the morning before they get to work. Most people don't want to talk to you after work when they've had a shitty day. And most people don't want to talk to you when they're sweating their sack off at the gym. <laughs> so, like, go meet someone, you know, but at a restaurant. A go meet someone at a bar. Go on. There's this thing called Tinder. And guess what? Like, you oh, can pa- swipe right to the girls on Tinder, even if they have headphones in. Because they're not actually listening to anything at the moment. Because it's not real. <laughs> You can weigh in on it. I no. shared the article on uh, my Facebook page and on HeyFrage. Follow us on social media. Mine's are at, mine's are. Mine is uh, at HeyFrage on Instagram and Twitter and HeyFrage Show on Snapchat. And Sammy is the Sammy K, S-A-M-Y, one M across the board. And it's okay. Is it obvious that it's the Sammy K? The Sammy K. Yeah, sometimes uh, I think people don't get that. They just think it's Sammy K. Well, you Sammy say K. the and I say the, but it's the Sammy K. And someone over the weekend was like, oh, dude, I love your, like, like, I love your thing. It's funny because you don't just have, like, Sammy K comedian. And I was like, well, why the hell would I have comedian? I'm not a comedian. They go, well, it says tee-hee, Sammy K, like you're laughing. And then it's, I was like, no, it's the, the- Sammy K. <laughs> no what way. the fuck? Are no you, I, I was like, what? No. And they thought it was supposed to be like, oh, well, I'm funny. It's like, ha-ha, Sammy K or LOL, Sammy K. I was like, tee-hee, because no I laugh like tee-hee. Oh my god, that is hysterical. Um, really quickly before we do Tinderellas, um, do you have any idea what people's top regrets are? This is according to research and science over the past years. Threesome. They all have one chance in their life and they turn it down. <laughs> Would that be yours? Yeah, I had, I had one chance to do I had one chance to have a threesome with a guy that was like six foot four, right? And the girl was like five foot like ten. No, not five foot, sorry. Four foot ten. And I was right in the middle. So it was going to be the most awkward threesome ever because you literally had, like, almost a foot between each of us, you know? And I was really excited. It was, like, a solid eight inches between each of us. And I, like, turned it down in college. <laughs> that would and have been now the I look weirdest back, thing. And I really wish I would have done it just because it would have, I mean, it would have been hysterical. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Your regrets. Well, your regrets are not the top three. For women, uh, their biggest regret was I was too meek. I should have been more assertive. Oh, my God. I love this and could not agree more. Do you think I'm assertive enough? And, uh... 
point. Yes, no. No. See, exactly. Big regret. Women's number one. Men, their biggest no, you, thing. You only try, I will say this. You try to be assertive, but it's only with me, which pisses me off, because you're not assertive with the people that you need to be assertive with. Like me, I'll give up anyways. I'll give in sooner or later to logic. But no, like we need to be assertive with some of the psychos out there, okay? <laughs> We, you need to be assertive with some of the, the you know, the, 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 business, the, the business people that we, you know, that we deal with that you're like, okay, yes, I'll show up and I'll make sure that Sammy's wearing a pink tutu with no underwear on. <laughs> That's an awesome moment. Men, by the way, their biggest thing is that they should have aimed higher in their career, which I found to be fascinating for men. Do you feel like, I mean, you're too young to have any regrets. Hey man, but I should have aimed higher. I speak three languages. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> Like, what the hell? I sit there sometimes, and I was like, I speak three languages. Like, I I was interning for John Kerry at the time. Like, I could have easily done something with my life. Like, easily done something with my life. You are so full of it. This is going to be your path to so much more success than if you were with John Kerry. Let me let me tell you, all his staff got laid off. You'd be looking for a job. Really, you gonna work for Donald? Dude, are you kidding me? He owns yeah. Heinz Ketchup. I'm not really fucking working. Oh, okay. So you were gonna go from it his press secretary been, to filling t- ketchup tubes. And if awesome. you think about it, Sarah, that would have been a great career path because that's kind of where I'm going anyway, <laughs> just to filling up ketchup tubes for a living. So. I think Teresa Hines will probably still hire you. Um, overall, though, people, their biggest regrets were not risk-taking. Even initially, if the risk doesn't work out, or even long-term, if it didn't work out, people love the fact that they tried, which I think is so good. Um, all right, before we wrap up the show, I've got to read some deep thoughts from the Tinder. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Sarah, see, you did what, it to me again. Forget? You forgot to ask. Remember, I had a story I wanted to share. Oh, and you always forget. You screw me over sitting here because we had to talk about Rebecca Black. See, you pushed. Look, at this is why I'm upset because Rebecca Black's story got pushed, like got pushed in the forefront and mine got pushed to the back burner. Well, no, you should be front burner. Mine is very important. Okay. All right. And I need help with some internet trolls out there. I need help with people out there that understand someone at History Channel or someone that knows someone at History Channel has to find out. Okay. Because I had a friend of mine tell me, okay, this person was just, they just got back from Brazil. Right? And they were telling me, they're like, hey, man, were you on some weird History Channel show about, like, conventions and shit? And I was like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never seen it, oh, but yes. yeah. And it's like the 101 greatest inventions of all time, and radio was on that list, and we talked about it in our prior life on the other show about radio being an invention, right? Yes. So, Discovery Channel or History Channel came in and History shot Channel, it. Yep, right? Yep. And I was just like, okay, well, yeah, so what about it? He goes... Dude, I was off my fucking rocker, like really drunk in my hotel room, and I had the History Channel on. And dude, I swear it was you speaking Portuguese. And I was like, wait, what? And I guess they have a version of that actual episode that's dubbed, <laughs> they dubbed, in, over, that's our dubbed over our voices in Portuguese. And I am desperate to find it. I want to see how Sarah's. Oh my God, just to see your mouth moving and then to hear the voice they use, I guarantee you. Because at that Hola, point. Like, me amo I, Sarah. That's, that's Spanish. That's Spanish, but. <laughs> Whatever, I can't even imagine. No, but I already imagine because at this point, think about it, like how like how boisterous your mustache was at that point in your career. <laughs> like I guarantee you is like Like, dude, that's the best part. Oh my god. So I gotta so if you know anyone at History Channel, I'm on a mission. I've been lurking I've been looking. History Channel is very strict about not posting their shit on YouTube. And I've been looking and trying to find the Portuguese version 
Of Who did he be behind the times? Yeah, 101 inventions. Okay, you somebody will be listening abroad and they will find this. Dude, I have to. Not say even this. abroad. They gotta find like there's gotta be someone that's in New York that works next to the A and E building with Lifetime and History and be like, "Yo, guys, come on now, find it for me." Oh give me God. the clip. We'll give you public. We'll play it on here. That's enough publicity. Shit, not like anyone else watched that episode. <laughs> and they've replayed that a billion yeah, times a over the past like, seven years. Dude, they played all the time. So find me the Portuguese clips. I want to see how I sound as a Portuguese man. Is the History Channel producing new content? I mean, that was so long ago. Well, let me tell you this thing about <laughs> history, Sarah. Uh, there's only so much of it that has happened. Are After you, a while. There can't be any shortage of stories, for God's sake. They started making up history for a while, you know? <laughs> Don't you remember they had, like, Hitler and his dolphin army or something like that? Like, they just make up shit all the time on the History Channel. Um, do you have any other stories? Because I do not want to feel like... I don't want you to feel today that you were robbed by Rebecca oh, Black. Oh, no. I just think that, you know, you were harsh on me today. I told you I had a bad weekend, Sarah. I told you... What that happened? You, I told you this, Sarah. See, you weren't even paying attention to me when we started the show. When I told you before the show, it happened. You said that you had been working all weekend. You said that you wanted to bring up the History Channel thing. Uh-huh, and? Oh, you did tell me about Mr. McGill. And my dog, I come home late at night. He's oh. by the door ready to go outside. I'm like, oh, what's up, bro? Let's go, man. You blind. I got you, dog. Pick him up, you know, so I can carry him out faster. And then all of a sudden, I feel this really just, like, warm, oh. wet sensation on my fat thighs. Ugh. Oh. And then I realized that this dog had peed all over me, oh. all over me. I don't know how you. I don't know how you. Died. And that's that why like I've been in a it. funky mood today because I got peed on. Like you know how bad it is, Sarah. Like it wasn't even. I thought my first time was going to be with R. Kelly. <laughs> like I really did. I think uh, R. Kelly tends to pee on women, but okay. You've not seen those pictures of me in drag. <laughs> Now. I get a good You're shave. You're hairier now. I get, no, I can get a good... It's not like he looks at a girl's shoulders. I'll just tell him Armenian. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. There's going to be, like, one Kim Kardashian fan that's going to be mad about that joke. Sorry. I'll say she's... I'll say I'm Tunisian. Oh, my God. I... No, that would be the... That would be the worst. What happened? Did you shower after that? Or do you just, like, take your shirt off and go Honestly, to bed? Honestly, do you think I shower? No, I don't. I think you changed clothes and went to bed. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. Ding, ding, ding. I showered the next day, though. But, you know. I don't even. I can't. I had to teach him a lesson. So that way he knew. Because he tries to sleep next to me. I was like, yeah, look what happens when you pee on me. That and I tried to pee on him the next day, but I missed. So anyways, long story short, we should probably just get to the Tinderellas. All right, let's do some Tinderellas. Um... At the start of every month, we try and read either Tinderellas, Tinderfellas. People have been sending us Bumble profiles, so it might have to be just, it might have to become the creeps of online. The on creeps? A, the creeps of online. Because it really is creepy Tinderella or Tinderfella messages that we get from people. You can tweet them at us, okay? Just cut their faces out because people get upset when their face is posted. They don't think they're creepy. Um, okay. This is from Karen. She's 42. Single mom who only dates 24 to 35 year olds. And I'm a loud nayer. Smoke cigs, drink, talk, and curse a lot. I usually swipe left, so possibly I was drunk when I swiped right. You must be local. Tall, 5'10 and up. Muscular fit and chivalrous. Love my Middle Eastern men, especially Israelis and Afghans. Yeah, what's up, baby? Yeah, dude, this sounds, this one sounds perfect for me, man. A mom, 42. Oh, Always looking mind. to make new friends and drinking pals, too. No catfishers, threesomes, and one-nighters. Must be willing to meet in person and message me first. 
Oh, my God. I love this that lady. Mom. Wait, did you swipe right for me? I will. Francis, 31. P.S. That's just how she starts it. P.S. Fair warning. If you only have pics of you and your hot friend and you turn out not to be the hot friend, I will use you to fuck your friend. In other words, have some solo pics so I don't have to play Where's Waldo or I'll fuck your hot friends instead of you. P.P.S. Having solo pics is not a free pass to my pussy. It just means the P.S. doesn't apply. Don't be an idiot. (laughs) Can anyone follow the P.S. to the B.S. to the... Oh, my God. Meredith 28. My relationship with my IUD is the most stable relationship I've ever had. That's it. That's great, actually. You know what? <laughs> to me, that shows responsibility. It shows confidence. shows flexibility. And then, here's the last one, Amber 28. I uh, okay. see you almost with her. Don't fuck yourself. Sometimes, <laughs> I swear to God, when you, when you show me girls like that, like, if I showed you a man that was the equivalent of that, you would punch me in the face. You say stuff to me all the Okay. No, 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 but it's different when I'm showing you pictures of, okay, like, I don't show you pictures of really nasty guys, but like, Sarah, I could see you with him. <laughs> At least without, like, you're serious. You would act, you had probably already swiped right, did you just swipe right to her? Amber 28, let's move on. Oh, first of all, this line has been used everywhere, and at first I fell for this. My name is Gillette, because I'm the best a man can get. Aww. Also, I will cut you. I'm fatter in real life. Cute, body positive, queer psych major. I like accents, good beer, and people who make me think. Feel free to say hi. Not DTF, not looking for an FWB or NSA. I'm not going to sleep with you. Stop it with the acronyms, except for my favorite one, DTEP. You know what that one is? DTEP. Don't touch entire... Po- no, that doesn't make any sense. Down to eat pizza. Oh, <laughs> no, no. There are your deep thoughts from the Tinder Oh, uh, really? See, I actually had one I was going to give you today, too. One? Yeah, sure. I found one. Um, here's the thing. I super swiped her. Like, I super liked her. Because awesome. it was so good. She hasn't responded back yet, but I have faith. So, Melissa, if you're out there, your profile, the one that says, I can fit an entire apple in my mouth. What more do you need, what more do you need to know? <laughs> Oh, and by the way, my favorite letter is D. Yeah, please swipe right for me, okay? I've been trying to get your attention for weeks now. <laughs> I've been trying to get your attention. Oh, my God, please. Please, that so, would be a perfect match. No, she's not responding. If you have any great Tinder, uh, fellas, Tinderellas, Bumble picks, any great interactions online, we want to see them. You can tweet them at us. We'll be back tomorrow. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? It's Friday, Friday. Where's that <laughs> shotgun noise? Did I, just, did I just shut that down already? Bye. Seven friends and seven games